Welcome to The Cut. I'm Christian Williams, your host today. I'm here with Randy Hall. Randy, how you doing? Doing great, man. Just uh, trying to do this and finish all my homework so I can watch football all day. Awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, so we are here for our bonus DFS pod, uh, the one that Sean's deathly afraid of. So um, we're going to actually go through DraftKings and set up a lineup. If you missed last well, two weeks ago, um, we did a lot of tinkering, and we're hoping that we tinker in the right way this time. Right, Randy? Yep. Yeah, it's it's a two weeks straight of tinkering the wrong way. And in fairness, last week you were busy, and I was at an Indians game, so it probably wasn't the best time to make a lineup. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But we did it, <laughs> and the lineup wasn't terrible. But no couple underachievers, Chris Carson and uh, Hawkinson, and I think that's it. Really, I, I think Watkins didn't overperform, but he, he wasn't bad. Right, right. So let's get right into it. Um, so the lineup that we'll have is one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, tight end, flex, and defense. Uh, so we'll start with the quarterback. Randy, who are you looking at for the quarterback position? Uh, I think it's hard to go this week without starting with Mahomes. Uh, he's obviously the highest price for a good reason, but you know he's safe, and I'm pretty sure the stat is in all of his career games, the Chiefs have never scored below 26 points. So that's a pretty good stat line. <laughs> you, you think in a game with a defense that doesn't really have their top corner, should be a high-scoring Kind of really want that guy, especially without their starting running back for the Chiefs. So, I mean, McCoy's being used more of a passing guy, so might be helpful. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that statement. Um, if you guys that are listening decide not to go with the most expensive quarterback, there are a few good names out there. For example, the opposing quarterback in that game, Matthew Stafford, he's a pretty good value play this week. Um, there's also Matt Ryan, uh, Russell Wilson, um, and even uh, Philip Rivers for sure because he's going against that Dolphins secondary. Um, I think what we'll do is just roll with Mahomes. He is $7,500 um, towards the salary, so it is a bit expensive, but I think it's yeah. worth it at uh, the quarterback position. Especially because – this week, there's a lot of really valuable wide receivers on the card, so I think we can get away with it, especially if we go a little cheaper at uh, tight end. I think the top three values this week's got to be Mahomes, Stafford, and Wilson, just because of game scripts. I like Rivers. It's just, do we know if he's running or, or they're going to run or he's just going to throw all day or what? I know they really only have two backs for this game, so maybe that leans more to the passing side, but they would really only have two receivers. So, yep. no, Mahomes, I agree. Yeah, Mahomes is just safe. Yeah, and I can guarantee Philip Rivers won't be running the ball himself. So No, never. Um, I, <laughs> but I Mahomes still, could. Yes, Mahomes definitely could. Um, and that line secondary isn't, isn't very good. So 
Uh, we're hoping for a big game from Patrick Mahomes this week. Last last I heard, Slay was not practicing. He may have been limited Friday, but I'm not sure if he's playing. It actually might be beneficial if he does at this point uh, <laughs> for Patrick Mahomes. So maybe. All right, let's move on to the running back position now that we have our quarterback squared away. Um, I know I have a few guys that I like, but where are you looking uh, for our running backs? There is just so many this week. <laughs> yep. uh, and there's, I mean, the top running back in the league so far this year, Cook, he's going up against the hardest defense, which means his ownership is going to be really low. So that could be a good play because we usually do tournaments for this because cash games are a little bit less exciting for uh, listeners to figure out. Uh, McCaffrey's the top of the slate for DraftKings, and he's going to be great because he was last week. Faces a little bit better of a defense, but they're, they're really not that great. Houston's not great at stopping the run anymore. Their pass defense has been atrocious this year, and McCaffrey can get it done no matter what. Eckler obviously is going to be a Huge play with Jackson out this week. Gordon's going to probably get, what, 10 touches through the game, but that's going to be after Eckler destroys him. Yep. Yeah, I think that out of those three, I would rather have Austin Eckler because I think that if you look back the past two weeks, the Dolphins have given up 100 yard rushing to two different guys on those teams. And I don't think that the Chargers want to roll Melvin Gordon out too soon uh, this week, so I think Eckler has a chance to get 200 yards. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but, uh, I mean, honestly, the Dolphins are so bad. Let's let's uh, just hope for 150 and two or three touchdowns and go from there. <laughs> yeah, or six touchdowns would be great. I mean, that would be incredible, but I doubt it. Uh, um, yeah, he's a great lock for our first one. And there's a lot more values down the slate if you got any you want to talk about. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I personally really like Leonard Fournette this week. Denver hasn't looked good in really any aspect, but it looks like they're 23rd against the run. Um, Fournette only cost $6,000 this week, so it's not a huge value, but for the production that you'll get, it should end up a value. Uh, on Johnson is a, a mega value this week. He's going to be involved in the passing game. Uh, we know that the Kansas City – Passing game or passing defense is not good, and carry on only costs fifty four hundred. So that's a guy I would lean towards. And then moving down the list, I mean, you've got Chris Thompson going against the Giants, who are actually pretty good against the run, but that's not what Chris Thompson is used for. And he's only forty five hundred this week. So I think that might be a decent play if we kind of handcuff ourselves with uh, some some big names here. Yeah. I, I think a good second option for us is carry on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just they gave up three touchdowns to Mark Ingram, who was efficient but didn't look all that tremendous running the ball. I think Johnson looks better running the ball. Has about the same O-line, a little bit less, but he's got the passing game work where Ingram didn't. So I think he's got a safe floor this week, especially for RB2 at 5,400. Mm-hmm. He's so undervalued because he's – slowly be getting more work this year. But he's had a touchdown the last two games, so I think that's a pretty good floor for us. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's Sean's uh, must-start of the week in our uh, regular pods. So, it's his uh, contribution. 
Yeah, that's his one <laughs> contribution to this lineup for sure. Uh, so we'll go ahead and slide carry on into the lineup and then move on to the receiver position. There are tons of guys that I like at the receiver position this week. Uh, what is the first name that comes to mind for you? For me, it's Keenan Allen. Yeah. Mike Williams out, Benjamin likely out, but if in limited. Obviously, they have a couple other guys that can be cheap options, but I think we need to pay out for at least one receiver here and try and go cheaper the rest of them. Maybe we can get another big one, depending on how it works out. Uh, other ones, obviously, the Chiefs wide receivers, whether it's Watkins at 67 or uh, I think 61 for Williams or Robinson, sorry. Oh, 52, actually, even cheaper. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's Marvin Jones is 54. He should be good. Fitzgerald's 5,600. Shepard's 58. Galladay, 59. I really like Cooper Cup and Tyler Lockett this week. I don't know what your opinions are here. Big fan of Cooper Cup this week. I slid him into a couple of my FanDuel lineups, actually. I don't think he made it in my DraftKings once, but, um, yes, I'm a huge fan of Cooper Cup. He clearly looks like the number one read in that offense, so I think that he's going to keep having these big games that he's been having. Yeah. (laughs) I would – Love to put Scary Terry here. I just, it's hard. It's we don't scary. Know. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's been limited severely all week. He's, it's basically saying he's playing, but we're not sure. And it's against the Giants, who has got like the worst secondary. So he should be just a top end guy. I, I think going a cheaper option here to see how much more money we have going on. I know you talked earlier today about Dorsett with Gordon going against White. That's pretty much a lockup. Gordon's obviously talented, so he's going to get some catches in there. Edelman's really limited all week. I barely practiced. Undisclosed injury. And Dorsett looked good last week. I think he's a good play here. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that he's in line to have another 20- to 30-point game and probably – steal a couple touchdowns. Um, Even if Edelman is limited in what he can do, Dorsett's not going to see the best corners for for Buffalo. So I think that that's definitely a good value play. I mean, he's only $4,700 right now, so I don't think you can go wrong there. I think he'll still get you a solid double-digit point total. Yeah. One thing I did want to ask, though, so you, we slid Keenan Allen into, into the lineup, but we also have Austin Eckler. Does that worry you at all? Not necessarily, just because of the matchup in general. Uh, the Dolphins' secondary seems to be giving up once they're down two touchdowns. So yeah, Allen's just been so monstrous through this year. It's hard not to play him. I think he – I think out of the two – Allen's are the one we'd pivot from if we need the cash. Uh, I think Eckler's got to be a lock. Yeah, Eckler's a lock. My my argument for putting both of them in your lineup, and, and listeners, you don't have to do this, but the, the argument is that those are the only two targets that Philip Rivers is going to rely on until Melvin Gordon gets in the game at some point, um, which, like I said, I don't think they want to play him too early in the game considering – 
if Justin Jackson's healthy this week, Melvin Gordon isn't even active. So yeah, I, I think that having the top two targets for the team that's going against the Miami Dolphins should happen almost every week. Yeah. I mean, and you can't even guarantee that Rivers is in the game with Gordon's in. True. Very true. I mean, Keenan Allen could have 200 yards in the first half for all we he, know. He could pull an Adams. Yeah, he Easily, yeah, for sure. So right now our lineup is Patrick Mahomes, Austin Eckler, on Johnson, Keenan Allen, Philip Dorsett. We have four more positions to fill, and we have $16,800 left. So not, not ideal. <laughs> not ideal but, for sure. Uh, do you want do you want to attack the the last wide receiver position, or do you want to move on to one of the cheaper options? See where we're at. Let's jump to tight end because okay. I I know who I want in my lineup. Uh, I want to get your opinion here. Okay, well I think I think Kelsey could be a good look, but if you look at the Lions matchup against the Eagles, they double team they double teamed Ertz to make sure he wouldn't beat them. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to pivot there. Ingram is a monster this year. Same with Waller. Those guys are both good. I think Andrews should do well against the Browns because I think they're going to try and lock up Hollywood. Yep. Delaney's always good. Hooper, Olsen. But my lock of the week this week is Disley. I know it's going to be a bit of a chalk play for this, but if he's going to get at least 12 points – from a tight end who's one of the cheapest on the slate. I don't know how we can't do it. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think he is the best value by far this week. There are a number of guys that I wouldn't mind sliding into the lineup. For example, um, you've got Austin Hooper at only 4,300 this week. I think that's a pretty good play considering how Tennessee defends tight ends. Um, You've got... It takes me a while to scroll this far because of how much of a value <laughs> this guy is, but Dawson Knox. Um, yeah. I do know that Tyler Croft is out again this week, so mm-hmm. Dawson Knox is the tight end one for Buffalo, um, and he is only $2,900 this week. So if you are super constrained, I think that's a decent play. He is going up against uh, the best defense against tight ends in New England, but – I think that he could have a big game similar to what he did last week. Yeah, and uh, Vernon Davis could be good too. Hawkinson could obviously be good, but after we got burned last week, me and you are more inclined not to go that way. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's – with Disley has gotten to the point now that he's one of those target guys instead of just the touchdown-dependent guys. And most of the ones you list are more touchdown-dependent, including Ebron this week. So – He's over two thousand dollars cheaper than Ingram. I, I just it's especially because of how we spent on the top of our lineup. I think going one of the cheaper tight ends that's also a target hog is a great choice. Going up against the worst defense to guard tight ends. Yeah, completely agree. We'll slide Will Disley into the lineup. So now we have three positions to fill. Thirteen thousand dollars left. Let's roll over to our defense and okay. get that get that knocked out. Um, there are some obvious options and then there are a couple sleeper defenses that I was looking at. What is your thought for the defensive position? Uh, I, well, the, anyone playing against the Dolphins is 
already guaranteed to be one of the top three picks. So Chargers, the Patriots are second best defense so far this year. They can take away John Brown just by putting Gilmore on him, and I think they can also take away the run game at the same time. So mm-hmm. they're a good choice. We all know Allen throws picks, so they could, and they've got the most so far, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I hate to say it, but Giants are also an okay one if they weren't so expensive, just because Keenum throws picks as well. Rams are a great one because they're either going to get torched or they're going to get the other side of Jameis where he throws three picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually really like the Rams defense this week. I think that they're going to be able to force some some turnovers on Jameis, even if he's not throwing picks. Dude's going to fumble. He's going to turn the ball over in some form yeah. or fashion. So I think the Rams are a good value play. Um, it it pains me to not pick the team going against the Dolphins, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> t- two other quick ones I'd like to mention. The Vikings were going up against Chicago. Trubisky had a good week last week and made you lose, but their offense is still awful. Like they're still learning their way, just like the Browns. So the Vikings are a good play. And for that same reason, I think the Ravens are a good play just because of projections of sacks, because they can get off the edge quick. And the Browns have maybe the worst tackles in football. Definitely the worst tackles in football. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. My only concern is points put up. I think that yeah. Cleveland does have a bounce back game this week. Uh, so between those two, I would definitely roll with the Vikings. But yeah, that's I mean those guys are or those teams they're not guys. Well, it's a bunch of guys. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Though, uh, those teams are only a few hundred dollars cheaper than someone like the Rams, which is what you're going to yeah. get defense always. But um, to, to spend $300 or even $100 more to get a more surefire defense, I think that might be beneficial here. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's – see, like, I, I think our favorite defenses of the week are Rams, Vikings – Patriots and Chargers and the difference between the Chargers and the Vikings is $400. Right. So at a certain point, I think we just do Patriots or Chargers and call it a day. Let's do Chargers and call it a day. Okay. I mean, and that that gives us 4700 to spend on each player here. Which is an ideal. It's not ideal, but I know we have some cheaper wide receiver options we like. Yeah, I sure. would I would really like to get a Chief in. I, I, I don't know. I, obviously, Watkins is the one you want, but I think we can't afford it. I agree. Um, Only so, way we do is if we change Allen to Watkins and then figure it out from there. But why don't we look at some options without doing that first? Sure. So the two other Chiefs receivers that you would be sliding into the lineup are – Marcus Robinson, who's 5,200, or Miko Hardman, who is 5,100. Um, I think if we're debating between those two, I would go Robinson. Um, yeah. But there are some other cheap options to look at. Calvin Ridley, who had a terrible game last week, um, but he's still the number two option, maybe 2B to Austin Hooper. Um 
I know he's going against that Titans defense that is solid, but Matt Ryan at home, he's still going to throw for probably over 300 yards. Um, I think he's a solid value play at $5,000. And then moving down the list, I mean, you've got Curtis Samuel, who had a, a he's had a solid couple of weeks in a row uh, going against that Houston secondary, and he's only 4600 So that's actually below what we have to pay per player. Um, what are your thoughts on those guys? I do like them this week, but I think with what we have right now, our best option is trying to find someone really cheap and then go from there. Mm-hmm. And for that, obviously we both have our rookie favorite of Preston Williams at 3,900. Yep. Uh, but I think a better option will be Richardson Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if Terry's out or even limited, Richardson actually got more catches and targets, but just obviously didn't have as big a game as him last week. Going up, and that's going up against a good defense. Now they're going up against the second worst. I mean, I, I like him. He's thirty seven hundred, and he gives us flexibility for the flex. Yeah, I definitely Ironic. agree with that. <laughs> um, another name that would be an extreme value if he plays is Richard Higgins. Um, he's gonna be Baker's um, safety net, I guess but he only got in one limited practice this week. He's listed as questionable. I think it's a little too risky to slide him into the lineup. Um, But if you guys are making your lineups tomorrow morning and you see that Higgins is active, that is a very solid value play. Yeah. Um, I mean, even if we see tomorrow that Edelman's inactive, even Jacoby Myers is a decent value. Definitely. Uh, But I'm really like – Richardson now looking at the slate. Uh, I think we could move up if we didn't have Keenan Allen, but because we do, I think we have to go there. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, it doesn't give us a lot, but it gives us enough. It gives us 5,700 for the flex, which that's Tyrell Williams, Evan Ingram, and Chris Carson. Sean McCoy's a little bit cheaper. Fitz is a little bit cheaper. I mean, what, what do you think there? Should we move away from Allen? Um, man, it's tough not to go with Evan Ingram here. Um, I know two two tight ends is rough though. It is, but Evan Ingram has shown you that he can be wide receiver valuable. I mean, the only, let's see. So his lowest point total is 10.8 and that was against Buffalo with Eli Manning still. And he exploded again last week. That's my only argument for that. But Tyrell Williams and Chris Carson are good plays, I think, this week. Chris Carson has an amazing matchup, but he also fumbles. Yep, <laughs> and he, then he might be back. If he doesn't fumble, they're going to ride him the entire game. If Penny is able to play, he's got a shorter leash. So that's I, But I don't think Penny's going to play. You don't? No, I mean, he wasn't full participant at any point this week. Uh, I mean, he could be available, but I don't think they want to rush him back. It's hard to rush anyone, a running back back in this offense because if you're the guy, they usually don't rotate, and you are you have a heavy workload. Mm-hmm. It's hard. If you're only 80% and you have a 30-carry workload, that's not going to add up. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. What are your thoughts on Tyrell Williams here? I like him. Uh, obviously, the Colts secondary isn't anything nice. They're bottom third. Uh, they also – it appears they're going to have Leonard out from the linebacker, so that helps them out a bit. But uh, he he would – you'd think he'd be the target-heavy guy, but that's actually Waller, and Gruden wants to get Jacobs more involved in the pass offense. Mm-hmm. So I like him. I think he's got a floor of about 10 points, but so does Ingram. Mm-hmm. I think the bus player of the 5,700 area is – either Carson or drop down to 56 to go to Fitz, Moore, or McCoy. Yeah. Um, or if you don't really like any of these options, we can change from the Chargers defense to the Rams, and I believe we can get Fournette. Let's try that. Uh, we can We can definitely get Fournette. Yeah, yep. that, that's exactly. Do you want to do that, or do you want to pivot from Allen? Because it's, I think it's either Carson, and keep the Chargers for net and go with the Rams, or we pivot from Allen to like Sammy Watkins and see what we got. Let's go Rams defense and slide Fournette in because he he's someone I already talked about, but I think he's gonna have a big game against that Broncos defense. Yeah, I do, and he he was getting murdered last week with every person in the box they could with the Titans, and he still got 15 carries where 13 of them are negative. Yep. And but he still got eight targets in the passing game and six catches. Yeah. So he, if he if he even gets seven like six or seven targets and four or five catches in the 15 touches against a way less valuable defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously Denver is not an awful defense, but Vic Fangio hasn't gotten anything going with them yet. They have gotten zero sacks, so they're not pressuring. Their linebacking core was pretty much dismantled. And I, they're going to do their best to get rid of DJ Chark, I think. And just I – th- I would box against Fournette, but I, I don't know. If, the, if he's got nine people in the box again, he's going to do better than he did last week. But if teams want Menchu to beat him, it might be a bad play for us. Yeah, that's my one concern, but – I also think that Jacksonville is going to be up for a lot of the game. Um, well, and I think that they're going to be able to have those dump downs to Fournette. I think he could get upwards of seven or eight catches this week, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't disagree with you there. Uh, it's hard. Cause it is hard. It's, it really – I think – I think Carson may be a better option, but I like the Rams' defense enough. I don't know here, man. All right, but, let's let's. Uh, so for I want to point out for the switching from Allen to Watkins, and it it gives us anywhere from like Lockett, Cooper Cup, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, like that area of people. I don't know how much that entices you. Um, pretty significantly. Is that with so is that if we keep the Chargers defense? It sure is. Um, yeah, we can get pretty wow. much anyone there. So let's do that. 
<laughs> that's that's why I wanted to look at it, and that's always it's always good to tinker a bit with this. Just don't overdo it. Like we're gonna do this in thirty minutes, so we won't screw it up that bad. Uh, hopefully, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. Um, how about we slide Watkins into the lineup, put the Chargers defense back in, and take Cooper Cup? Okay. We're leaving a hundred dollars on the board, but I as long as it's not when it's like four hundred up is when I look at it more. Um. My only thing here is, do you think uh, – it's just picking between Lockett and Cup. Yeah, for sure. Because um, Lockett, the last the, – I kind of throw the first game out, and the last two, he's gotten 10 receptions and 11 receptions. I mean, and that's – they're going against the Cardinals. Yeah, and I know obviously they're going to run the ball, but what if Carson does fumble again? Yeah. When that happened, he got, I think, if I remember right, the game script, he got like three straight catches the next drive. Yeah, for sure. And that gives us $300 to play around with. I don't know if you wanted to maybe take a look at a a different third wide receiver instead of Richardson, or if we kind of leave that there. So the $4,000 range. Yeah, a bunch of bones. Never mind. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, we went really down for Richardson. <laughs> yeah, I mean Preston Williams is the only other guy that I would. Yeah, really I think Renfro with. has an ability this week to get a little bit more target volume, but he gets eaten into by Waller. I, I mean, honestly, the only I really like Dorsett and Richardson because this is a tournament, and you want to get some non-chalky plays, especially with Disley and Watkins and Eckler in our lineup. So here's the other thing. Um, the only other thing – oh, yeah, sorry. The only other thing is we could move from carry-on up to McCoy or Carson. I think that's – I think we're – I think I'd rather be set other than that. So one thing I was going to mention is we could pivot from Dorsett to Ridley but they are going against that Titans defense, which kind of scares me a bit. Like I said, Matt Ryan should still have a good game. Well, Adoree Jackson isn't going to be able to cover him. Yeah. But I think Dorsett, I think out of that range, oh, I would love to, (laughs) I'm being greedy. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of would love to go up to Kirk. Yeah. Um. But out of the actual price range, I think Emmanuel Sanders and Dorsett are our best options. Let's go with Dorsett because if we keep tinkering, we'll just do this all night. And Yes, we will. I, I think that we, we, we are confident in Dorsett as a play this week. So let's yeah, keep it, that. Go ahead. I, I, yeah, like I said, there's really no other. If we keep Dorsett and Richardson, I don't see any other place to tinker besides the carry-on spot. And it's literally if it's if you want carry-on McCoy or Carson. And I think all three of us believe in carry-on more just because of the game script. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that Carson could have a huge week. But, man, it's it definitely scares me with those fumbles and the fact yeah. that Penny is close to being ready. Um, so, like I said, if he fumbles – Again, this week, I think he's done, and 
that means that as soon as the fumble happens, uh, pro size is in the game, even if Penny's out. So yeah, I think it's safer to go with carry on. Yeah, and that's and that's the exact reason why I don't think I think Penny may be available for the game, but I don't think he's going to rotate in a lot. I think they they want him fully healthy and ready in case. Just yeah. I mean, it's so hard to it's hard because it it seems wrong because we love Carson, but. His leash, his leash is so short right now, it's way too scary. Yeah, it's definitely a risky play. Um, so our finalized lineup is quarterback Patrick Mahomes, running back Austin Eckler, running back Carryon Johnson, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, wide receiver Philip Dorsett, wide receiver Paul Richardson, tight end Will Disley, flex Tyler Lockett, and defense – Los Angeles, not San Diego Chargers. Yes. Us <laughs> two don't make that mistake. No, we uh, don't. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like it. It's it's a good mix of the chalk plays added in with a lot of upside guys for cheap. Uh, and there's, there's other guys that we like. Like, Gallman should get a lot of workload. Peterson should get a lot of workload. Same game. But because DraftKings is full PPR – they don't have the same upside as carry on and Eckler. And I, I, I really like the lineup. Me too, man. So that'll do it for us. Um, I, if you guys are listening, you just heard how we tinker through a lineup. Um, I don't think we did as much tinkering this go around, which will probably end up pretty positive for us. We hope. Yeah. Um, so just as a plug, if you guys want to support the podcast, on anchor um you can do so right on our anchor page or you can simply email us at officialcutpod at gmail.com make sure you guys follow us at the cut ffl on twitter and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms uh randy do you have anything to add before we close out uh not really just follow us on twitter and at the at the cut ffl Keep sending us all these questions. We love them. We do debate them in our group chat a lot. For some reason, we debated a kicker for like 10 minutes today. It doesn't really matter, guys. Just throw a kicker in. Yeah. Uh, but please keep doing it. We're going to be on that tomorrow. I know all three of us have stuff to do in the morning, but we're still going to push through and do it to help everyone out. So please keep doing it. Yeah, for sure. And one last plug, we actually created a Facebook page for – this podcast as well so that is also at the cut ffl if you want to go like um, you'll see our most recent posts um, and we'll be asking for questions on there as well um, so stay tuned to that um, we'll make sure to get our parents and fraternity alumni on that page because <laughs> yeah, i don't because most people aren't on facebook but yeah but, all right our age our age <laughs> but if you guys are on facebook uh, make sure you hit us with a like. Yeah. Um, I think we're, I think yeah. we're gonna try and get an Instagram going soon, but it's that one's a little bit harder. If we do every platform, we're not gonna have a lot of time. So, very true. We all still work um, or go to school full time, or some of us both. So, um, it is tough to manage all the social media. So, if you guys are looking to uh, just get a little social media gig, we can't pay you, but. <laughs> 
Uh, if you want to volunteer your time, we are open to that. If, if you're bored, if you're really bored <laughs> and have nothing to do. Yeah, just shoot us an email at officialcutpod. We'll get back with you. Um, but that'll do it. Uh, thanks for listening. Good luck with your DFS lineups this week. Uh, for Christian Williams and Randy Hall, uh, this was the cut. We gone. <laughs>